Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation Mon. This time I'm covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 39, Contagion Island. I'm May and I'm all by my lonesome again and I uh, will probably be happening a little bit more in the next month or so on the basis that it's show dog season, at least here it is. So uh, since I show my dog, I'll uh, be doing a lot of separate recordings uh, late later in the afternoon or later in the evening on Sundays. So just heads up for that. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm sure I'll post pictures on Instagram or whatever if anyone's actually interested in uh, my show dog. But in any case, so yes, all of my lonesome, and that's also uh, some housekeeping, is that we'll be doing a few of these separate episodes in the next month or so because of aforementioned show dog season. But in any case, let's go over for a synopsis. So this week we have a Rudamon who has been turned into a Gyukimon. And the hero has to go away for a little field trip or a school camp to an island and decides to bring Gyukimon with him, or Rudamon rather. This Rudamon says that he's okay because he hasn't bitten anyone, but soon starts biting people and turning the humans into these really uh, creepy but also kind of cool human Gyukimon hybrids. So the hero, once he realizes that Rudamon has gone missing, contacts Bakumon and Angoramon and Ruli, who are back at home, and they bring Bakumon on Airdramon, who, yes, is making another appearance, and during this flight, they wonder if they can use the Digivice as something to revert a Digimon back to its prior form. Then they show up, Hero and Gammon are able to synchronize with the Digivice with Rudamon to bring him back, and Bakumon is able to heal the human Gukimon hybrids, which is unfortunate because Hero's friend was also uh, turned into a monster, and that would have been just leave him like just leave him like that. And now that I'm done with my synopsis and the housekeeping, let's move over to Quinn and Chloe's quick comments. Hello, we're recording separately this week. I'm Chloe. Hi. Yeah. I'm Quinn. And we're going to be talking about uh, our thoughts on Contagion Island, which was this week's episode, episode 39. Quinn, what were yep. some of your highlights of Contagion Island, Ghost Game episode 39? Uh, if I'm being honest, my biggest highlight was the next time on. <laughs> which uh, is pretty damning, but like, the next like time on looked okay pretty episode. cool. This was episode, I certainly didn't hate it, but damn, that one looked like it was going to be real good. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Uh, um, but we'll come back to that. Yeah. I'll go next then. Uh, I I really liked how we went pretty hard on the body horror, like, right off the bat. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we kind of did, like, a... It's usually not something I'm a huge fan of, but I think the, you know, uh, the, the intro and then flashback to how we got here thing worked out well for this episode. Yeah, they did a nice job on, on that. Um, also, just Yukimon's design was pretty good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into the two mouths and, and uh, the biting was pretty cool. It actually took me a little bit to realize that there were two mouths because uh, mm-hmm. Digimon designs are so ridiculous that I just can't visually parse it all at once, apparently. That is very valid tbh <laughs> yeah at first like why did all those like how did those teeth mark ha- teeth marks happen that's not what his mouth looks like and then i realized oh it's the big ass mouth on the spider part of the body uh in addition to the obvious ava references that chloe will inevitably get to uh we sure did a full metal alchemist just edward <laughs> edward which you know just props to the body horror always down it was it was good we did some good body horror 
Um, even though nothing really much came of it, I liked that we at least uh, said Hero's dad's name and implied mm-hmm. that he's, you know, still someone that you should remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had been hoping we'd get a little more plot that we, we as ever, got the, the Fresca-esque hint to remind you it exists, but at least it's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there were some good Kiyoshiro faces this episode, despite, in retrospect, Kiyoshiro himself kind of sucking this episode. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. Um, you got another highlight? But... Uh, let me see here. We did get some real good Kiyoshiro faces. Uh, and I love the the definitely not Zoom UI, because we didn't just blatantly copy it this time. <laughs> I didn't notice that, actually. Uh, also, uh, Yukimon with, with the little chocolate ball is very adorable. <laughs> Fair enough. And I feel like I've forgotten one, but it's not coming to me off. Oh, you didn't write them down? Tut tut. Um, I really liked when um, Girl Whose Name I Continue to Forget uh, was about to get spidered. And we heard uh, Ryudamon being like, I'm not Yukimon, except the voice went like super deep for Yukimon. That, that was spooky. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I also appreciate that uh, when Gross Friend was getting spidered, uh, they just gave him a few extra, you know, whacks on the neck because he just sucks and he deserved yeah. it. Yeah, props to the coach for separating thing one and thing two uh, when they were arguing over who was going to bring her lunch mm-hmm. yeah and just told the hero to do it instead you know the one who's yep. not creepy and like salivating over the chance to bring a girl food yep Ugh. um it was nice to see that the writers decided to let erdramon uh succeed as a bus this episode after oh, having yeah, failed yeah. last episode he now was yep. able to fulfill his people ferrying purpose yep yep sure got to be the videl of the series Mm-hmm. around able to fly that's about it <laughs> helps people get from one place to another maybe can can put off a gray energy aura thing sometimes yeah. it looks kind of like a shooting star that part was it was neat enough i, I liked it that's fair it was I'm a just neat saying, visual it was, nothing else. it was extraordinarily videl that's fair i haven't watched enough uh dragon uh, ball z or whatever to Anywho. confirm um Let's see, I had two more, I think. Yeah, so I liked that this episode we just kind of explicitly called out Hero's bad habit of being such a, you know, compulsive helper, even though we did immediately yep. go on to say, but actually, like, never change. Uh, it was nice yep. that, you know, someone at least mentioned it and, you know, said, like, hey, you should do something about that. Yeah. Uh, so this one's a, a, a real double-edged, but I appreciate that we did technically address why no one can can remember what happened, but we're going to need to get to that in the lowlights. That's fair. My last highlight is, um, Chloe, say the line. Uh, I liked how we got a little Ava in here, specifically uh, Rebuild 2.22 with the whole uh, trying to... You know, going going into a weird alternate plane of reality sort of thing in order to fetch someone's soul out from inside the thing, what at them? Um, mm-hmm. What can I say? I'm a sucker for Ava. I see Ava, yeah. and then uh, you know, neuron activates uh, monkey meme thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Shall like Ava did a little better, but that's not much of a surprise. Yeah, I'm ready to move on to low lights if you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Obviously, sexual predators were in the episode, and nothing bad really happened to them mm-hmm. in any, you know, 
There were certainly no social consequences for being terrible. Yep, Hero still continues to hang out with his gross friend who is gross to women. Um, uh, a big one for, for me, which we... Did we already kind of touch on that? I can't remember now. Um, but if we didn't, towards the beginning of the episode especially, it just really rubbed me the wrong way about how, you know, Ryudamon was here saying, I'm not Yukimon, I'm Ryudamon, and then everyone yep. except Hiro and Gamamon proceeds to immediately call him Gyukimon. It's like, you know, it's yeah. just two episodes in a row now where we've had just kind of an episode or, you know, a Digimon being given the trans treatment of i i say mm -hmm. i'm this oh uh you're inverse of this also you're violent i've literally never hurt anyone i don't care stay away from me yep and like <sighs> it made a little more Shiro. sense as we went through the episode and we kind of like at least i since i'm the digimon noob learned how gukimon works but like it still I sucked. I think Yukimon's new, because I certainly did not know anything oh, about okay. Yukimon before this episode. Well, fair enough. Then. Um, Probably not new to this episode, but a relatively new one anyway. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, My next low light is in counterpoint to one of my highlights, which is uh, even though we did call out Hero's bad habit of being a compulsive helper, uh, it does suck that we more or less made it explicit that Hero is not going to learn a lesson from this. We explicitly said, like, but actually don't change. It's what's it's what makes you you. Yeah. Uh, the memory altering thing is terrifying yeah. and accepted with a shrug. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you can do what to people anytime you want to. Yep. So, and so that was your one that was both uh, the double-edged sword highlight and low light? Yep. Yeah, we, we explained why no one's going to remember this next week, but wow, if that isn't terrifying. Oh, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, my last particular low light is just, you know, once again, the ending felt kind of rushed. Yeah. We did the, I'm going to pull Ayanami's soul out of the core of Angel 10, and, but like, it was just so much less, like, well executed just due to yeah. sheer lack of time. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, you can use the Digivice to, you know, remind Ryudamon of itself and, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, get it to Digi-Devolve or whatever. And... and then apparently that just also works on humans or we removed the bad data or something because we, you know, couldn't have done that sooner So, So whatever. I think we were saying that, that Ryudamon, uh, I think that's the, the floaty Digimon, uh, can just fix the humans because something, something, it's easy to remove the data, but... That is definitely fixing... not Mutamon. <laughs> That's the floating I... one. Bakuman. There we go, yeah. I, I couldn't tell there you the go. name, I just knew that it was not Ryudamon, because Ryudamon yeah, is okay. the one-off. Sometimes I'm not great at names. That's fine. By which I mean all the times. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Bakuman, I guess, could fix the humans. Something, something, they were infected with data, but, you know, a Digimon is all data. Maybe, if you if you want to make an air-level stretch. <laughs> wow. Uh, absolutely my, savage, I, my... I, ex I respect it. <laughs> I guess my last big low light is uh, we sure did focus on using only the bottom left syringe mm -hmm. for no real reason. 
Yeah, yeah. Given all the time they put into showing, like, oh, yeah, the serum's getting injected and then this tube collapses down. And so now there are only three up. I was expecting, like, you know, okay, next time we see him biting one. Yeah, it's like, you know, maybe once all four go down, the transformation into Yukimon will be complete or something. But now it sure was the same one that got plunged every single time. Or maybe Yukimon will evolve and we'll have to, you know, pull out the, the bigger uh you know canon weissman or whatever that'd be or, you neat know, but now canon weissman and the other supers but now we just got to have hero save the day today yeah with with a deus ex wristwatch and awakening unit gammamon <laughs> um yeah yeah uh, a highlight that i forgot to mention as i'm scrubbing through here is that i like that the, the digimon analyzer i i still kind of wish oh, yeah. that that wasn't a thing but I appreciate that if they're gonna have it, they spent a little time talking uh, about the kind of obscure Yuki thing mm-hmm. I was not familiar with that they, they pulled from this week. Yeah, same. Maybe, maybe do that on some more of these that they're, you know, pulling yeah, from they're, folklore. Yeah, if they're pulling from, like, specific folklore, uh, it would I would actually be more okay with the fact that the analyzer exists if the analyzer t- makes a habit of explaining that, hey, this is the folklore the yeah, thing from this context. week came from. Yeah, um, um, so yeah, yeah. That, that's a highlight. If we're going to have that there, do mm-hmm. it well. So, Quinn, after having watched this episode, who would you say was your favorite character? Uh, I'm a little torn, but I'm leaning toward the coach. Okay, that's fair. It's, I feel like we're kind of going in similar directions where you're going for like very minor side character, and I'm going to say mm-hmm. that my favorite character was Unit 1. <laughs> you know? Which That's could valid. it could probably be like interpreted as a you know roundabout Gammon, but I'm gonna explicitly say now my favorite character was Unit One, uh, Awakening and allowing Hero slash Gammon slash Shinji to yank the soul of Ryudamon slash Ray out of Gukimon slash the Tenth Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I feel like that makes it sound like I hated the episode, and I I didn't. The horror aspects were good. The episode was you know relatively solid as a story but i sure hated like most of the characters this week Mm -hmm. yeah they've just had a thing these past couple episodes of just kind of making characters suck and just making them be like (sighs) acting not transphobic but like transphobic adjacent in the way that they treat some of these digimon (laughs) yeah a little bit turfy yeah it never seems to be more than vaguely frowned at. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, maybe that's that's on me for expecting a morality play, but you know, it's Digimon. It's not like they don't do that. Do do the do? Okay, I will take your word on yes. that. Yes, gotcha. Uh, just you know, it's the fight of good against evil, and we you know need a diverse team of children to save the world. Like a diverse, it's team not of like they've children. never. I, I'm not getting into that whole thing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> White passing Japanese children, then. Whatever. Something like that, yeah. Anyhow, uh, we've done our favorite character. What are we rating this? So, I still was a little undecided. I wrote down a number before we started recording and would decide when we actually got here as to whether or not I wanted to bump that up or down. But okay. I think I'm going to... You want me to go ahead and say mine first? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to. Well, I might reevaluate mine once I hear yours and perhaps the reasoning. But what I wrote down was a three. I felt like this episode. See, I was gonna say exactly the same thing. Okay, okay. Well, I feel better about that now because yeah, like 
there were definitely things I liked about this episode. There were definitely things I didn't like about this episode. It was, it was, it was fine, you know? It was solidly C+. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it didn't it really, like... It was not like, unwatchable. Yeah, it just didn't really, like, grab me, you It know? didn't gel together into, like, you know, anything more than just the bare, you know, plot they were pulling from. Yeah. But now with a Digimon. Yeah, and I guess maybe part of that is just being a little disappointed that they had those kind of hints at larger plot that we just then forgot about by the end of the episode. Like, oh, yeah, oh like you saw my week. dad in the digital world? Can you tell me anything about that before we roll credits? Oh, well, sorry, gotta make time for the analyzer. Yep. My dad? Where is he? Hey, speaking of the digital world, how does one get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three then, but now I do have to determine on the fly what uh, ranking I'm going to give it. Yeah, same. So, will be a moment here. What was episode 29? Oh, Monster Pollen. That was the one, um, one of the several ones that kind of zombied people, right? And made yeah, them burst into flames yeah. or whatever? Okay. That sounds right. And then I'm looking up the witching hour. That was the one where uh, we got transported to the Shadow Realm. And um, the big bad was the jerk who could, like, time travel or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 with with Picklemon. Uh, yeah, that's what it was, yep. Just showed up to cause problems for no reason and yeah. also can time travel. I hate him a lot. Yep. Okay, so based off of this, I think I'm putting it at the top of my ones that I have given a 3 to, which I believe is going to put it, I think the highest one I put a 3 on. Actually, hold on, let me check and make sure real quick. Yeah, okay. Episode 11, I gave it 3.5. So yeah, I'm going to put it in 28th place above episode 29, Monster Pollen, above or below episode 11, uh, Kamaitachi. Yeah, I am also, I think, putting mine above... Let me check something real quick here. Yeah, I'm going to put mine above Monster Pollen uh, in... 28th place, I believe. Might be off by one there. I think that would be 29th place, right? You'd be pushing Monster okay. Pollen down. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so 29th place. Uh, this was, you know, on the lower end for a Ghost Game episode, but honestly, Ghost Game hasn't been terrible, so that's yeah. not, like, you know, atrocious. Yeah, if you, if you consider, like, 2.5 to be average, it was a little better than average. Like, it was it was fine, but it wasn't anything that I was like, ooh, I like this episode a lot. Or, you know, not it's even a, a lot. It was just a project like... where one person worked really hard, but nobody else did, so, like, it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It wasn't unenjoyable, but it was just kind of there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh miscellaneous thoughts do we have any miscellaneous thoughts i actually wrote down two of them but we ended up saying both of them already um yeah nothing that's not gonna get covered in the the next time on and my general Mm. complaints that god we need to do something with the plot please speaking of general complaints what miscellaneous thoughts might you have about this series thus far then quinn please do anything with the plot please you introduced time travel and I don't know, Hero's extremely dead dad that people talk to pretty regularly. Hero's dad really likes to talk to anyone who is not him. Yep. Yeah. It talks to anyone but Hero. Also, we haven't so much as called Mom in wherever in a while. Look, she's just so busy with work. 
having to support Hero all on our own. We did have that friend of once. But that friend of mom's really... who turned out to be uh, yeah. Arachnimon. 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 Yep. I'm not going to say the other Arachnimon one because it's just stupid. Correct. It is, but, you know, it's been like 20 years of me going back and forth on that one because that is what they say constantly and it's in most of the subtitles. I mean, I'll give it to them in Japanese <sighs> because that's how you would say Arachnimon with, you know, yep. Japanese phonemes, yep. but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Yep, that's super valid. I, refuse you. I just to don't the... know why the dub didn't change it. Yeah, I refuse to capitulate to the community on this one. That's that's very valid of you. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that was sure the last time an adult expressed an interest in Hero's life. Well, and when you say it like psych... that, I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> yes, but psych, she was trying to murder you. Yeah, well, even more so good then, you know? Yeah. Anyway, how about our next time on, because... I am excited. Oh, I'm pretty uh, hyped for that. Yeah, I, I'm. So normally, the way I, I write my notes, I have the next time on section header, and I will watch the whole thing, uh, write down the episode title first thing, and then like reflect back on it and write down my thoughts on it. But this time, I had to write down before we even got to the title of the episode. I was like, I don't even know what the episode title is, and I'm already super down for what this episode could potentially be. I just, mm-hmm. I really remind love what the... the title is? Hmm? Remind me what the, the title is for next week? Uh, the title of next week's episode is Spiral Beach. Nice. Yeah. I, so Definitely yeah. Um, Spiral Mountain. Hmm? Which is a thing Chloe does not understand. It isn't. I'm, I choose to be thankful for this. Um, but no, yeah, I just, I really love the, I, the, the, the premise of, you know, something extremely unnatural is happening. We got this, like, mimetic spiral motif mm-hmm. happening and i know i'm going to be disappointed when it just turns out that a digimon is doing it but like i don't know i really like the idea of this like you know self-propagating just breaking of reality you know almost like it's like a, a prion disease of reality digimon or something does keep getting pulled down a bit by the fact that every horror story has to be enacted by a digimon at the end of the day yeah it digimon's honestly like and this is going to sound stupid, but honestly, one of the main detractors from some of these episodes has been, you know, the, the Digimon has been hurt by the fact that it's Digimon. I would have a liked bit. a lot of these episodes so much more if they were just their own standalone, you know, like supernatural quasi-ghost stories, rather Which than be there being a Digimon neat behind if it. you just kind of mixed it up, some weeks it's a Digimon, some weeks, who knows? Yeah, and I, like we kind of did that with the zombie episode that we had recently with um, a little bit. the uh, Digimon whose name I'm going to forget because I don't know Digimon names, that we yeah. decided to mercy kill. Like, we kind of did it that episode. We, we did. Um, but and yeah, we, we, we did should it do the episode... more of that and then just yeah. not, you know, enact it through possessing a Digimon this time. Just Yeah, I was going to say, we also kind of did it last sometimes. episode, but, you know, last episode was terrible, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really hope that it is just some, like, you know, mimetic spiral sort of thing that is self-propagating throughout the place and they need to, you know, With the figure conspicuous out. return of Espimon, I'm, I'm hopeful for, for some real plot. Yeah. Happen, please. And if so, you know, the plot heavy episodes typically are pretty good. They have been, but I still just kind of hate Espimon. Oh, no. Terrible. Maybe I'm design, just a grump. But, but you know, I, no, I, I no, just, I, I see Espimon's the design, design and I'm just like, why? It's just is Cyberpunk this? Hamtaro. <laughs>
which Al, please make the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. <sighs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very uh, stoked to see what uh, next week has in store for us. I hope it'll live up to my expectations. I know it almost certainly won't. Yep. But yeah, I think that about covers it for our thoughts on this week's episode of the digital monsters, which are the Psycho. Oh. Right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Now that we're done with Quinn and Chloe's quick comments, let's go over my own discussion points. So, for my highlights, yay, of course, Airdramon is back. The body horror and general spookiness, too, was kind of awesome. Uh, especially the, the Gookymon-human hybrids, I was a big fan of those. Gookymon in general is kind of cool. As Quinn and Chloe discussed, yep, this is a brand new Digimon. This Digimon is actually newer than Espimon. Espimon was revealed a few months ago, and then Gookymon was revealed uh, in later June. So Espimon was revealed in early June for memory and Gookimon was revealed in late June as part of the Espimon Dim card. So that's super exciting. And yeah, we get a new Digimon, which is always cool. Uh, speaking of new Digimon, at least being animated, Rudamon is also, even though he's an old Digimon, it's nice to see him animated finally. And uh, my main highlight, and it's something that I'm probably looking into far too much, and that's the implication that a human can synchronize with more than one Digimon. Now on the Vital Bracelet toy, you can have one active Digimon, and you can have one in backup. And then earlier on in the series, we had Ruli being able to synchronize with Tesla Jellymon. And now in this episode, we have Hero synchronizing with Rudamon. So I guess it's it's definitely proven that you can synchronize with another one, but I'm wondering if this will actually extend out to giving the other children an additional Digimon. So they'll have their main Digimon, so Gammon or Angoramon or Simbara Angoramon, and then an additional one. A lot of people have been wondering if Espimon is a another partner Digimon on the basis that its uh, its adult level follows the same formula as the adult levels for the other Digimon. So it's prefix plus child level Digimon name. So its adult level being Hover Espimon. It could just be me looking into it, but I would. Pr I think I'd prefer if it meant that it would just. Uh, it would just be another, and uh, another Digimon to the existing cast rather than an, another Digimon and their human partner. So Espimon would be maybe Hero's partner, and then Rudamon would be Kiyoshiro's, and then I don't know Zubamon or something would be release it's it might be me looking into it too much but that could be pretty cool but in general that's my main highlight uh which is just me overthinking something again uh for lowlights i felt like something was like a small bit was missing from the story i just felt like it just there was just something that wasn't there that felt like it should have been there I don't know why we're so familiar with Rudamon all of a sudden. I do get that it's it's cool. He he knows Hero's father. There's something there. That's cool. But the characters seem to be entirely too like trusting of Rudamon. Like why 
what happens if he was just Gukimon pretending to be Rudamon? It could just be, I don't know, just a random Digimon pretending to be Rudamon and just knowing about Hero's father from something. Everybody's too trusting and I feel like it just missed a little bit of an introduction to Rudamon as a character and I guess they just didn't have enough time to do any backstory there, which is fine. It's a it's the ghost game problem, but instead of it missing a bit from the end, it was missing a bit from the start. I did like how it was sort of doing the... Uh, showing us the what what, hap- what happens later on in the episode, at the start of the episode, that is cool. But I think I would have preferred if we got a little bit more information about Rudamon and how he fits in, into all of this. I wanted to care more about Rudamon, and the show clearly wanted me to care about Rudamon, but I just didn't particularly as much as the show wanted me to care about him. So I hope they bring him back, because I'd like to know more about him, especially because he clearly has ties to Hero's father. As for favourite character, I'm boring. I'm just going to choose Eardramon again. Uh, I was actually surprised that we got to see Eardramon again. Wasn't expecting that. Was expecting it just to be a, a one-off mon that just appears to help out and then never again. And he was actually useful in this episode. He actually brought the characters to the island instead of not getting there in time. He was actually helpful because he brought Buckham on there. So that was kind of cool. As for rating out of 5, I gave it a 1.5 out of 5. I just, yeah, I don't know why. I just really did not enjoy this episode particularly. And in terms of my ranking, it's second uh, from the bottom. Uh, just, I don't know why. Just, I did not like this episode. I felt like it had a lot of things that I'm reading into it too much, but I'm not expecting any of my reading it in, reading into an episode too much to be an actual highlight because it might it might just be the very case of me just looking into something too much. So yeah, it's second from the bottom. So it's just above Who Are You but below Killer Blades. So it's between episode 31 and 32, and second from the bottom. In terms of our overall ranking, uh, that puts it in 33rd place because the overall points it gets is 7.5 out of 15. So it's kind of just sitting there in the in the middle there. And uh, yeah, also that's also, a, I guess, 7.5 is like half of 15 because that's how math works. And considering we've only got like a few episodes that are that low, that's good. That means most episodes are above, above average. If uh, an average, you know passing episode 50% is uh is is 33rd place then most of the episodes are above average I, I guess in our overall ranking not so much in my own ranking my own ranking is a mess though I gave entirely too many fives in my rankings as it turns out but uh yeah so miscellaneous thoughts um again just to go back a lot of my highlights yes are just theories that I have so I can't really expect any of those theories to be proven right if they are, this episode is a good one, but I'm not too optimistic about my random theories being actually correct predictions. I I think that we would get an extra child, a fourth child that just comes along like we had Hikari, like we had Ken. I would ra- actually rather not that because if we get an additional human, that's additional screen time we need for that human instead of the rest of the cast. And I feel like we wouldn't be able to know as much about that character if there was just a random human that popped up. Especially because we would also need the character of the Digimon. So we would not only need to give character to an additional human, we'd also need to give character to additional Digimon. Which, we're now up to episode 40. I, I, don't, I couldn't imagine if we get more than just another 20 episodes from this, because 
Digimon seasons don't tend to be more than 60? Or if they are, they're like maybe set, like cross all of Cross Wars was 75 and that was the 50 plus additional like 25. And then we had Adventure Colon, which was 66 episodes. So I honestly can't imagine getting that much more from this series unless it's just going to be an ongoing one that is consistently running, which would be good and bad because I am enjoying this, but it would be nice to have a break every so often. But uh, yeah, those, those are my discussion points. And also, oh, another miscellaneous thought. Uh, yes, Quinn did say the, the cyberpunk Hamtaro, but she also, and, and she said she said she wanted the episode title to be called that, and I would, but we called last week's episode cyberpunk Hamtaro after she asked me to call it that, cyberpunk Hamtaro, so I cannot just call this cyberpunk Hamtaro 2. I'll come up with an episode title. It won't be as good as Cyberpunk Hamtaro 2, uh, but it'll... Unless I just call it Cyberpunk Hamtaro 2 Electric Boogaloo, that is that is entirely a possibility. Um, I'll, I'll come up with something in the next half an hour or however long it takes me to come up with a name, hopefully. Unless I just call it this Untitled Ghost Game. I don't know. Actually, that's a good one. I'm gonna call it that. Now that we're done with our discussion points, let's move on to Pondering Predictions and Postmon Pat. So... First up, let's see, I apparently did not open these, uh, these look like it. Uh, first up we have Sydney who says they liked this episode more than us, uh, but their favourite part was definitely when Dormon showed up because it reminded them of Tamers. So they went and watched a couple of episodes of that and it was delightful. That makes me happy, I like when people like rewatch Digimon because of another episode, especially because of Ghost Game, which means that the nostalgia value that Ghost Game has is, is a good one. Like it's got, it's got some stuff there. And it's not only appealing to new audiences, but it's also appealing to fans who have nostalgia because it brings you back to other series and it makes you consume more content. I don't know. I just feel like that works. Next, we have Narumi who says that Hero's friend is so awful and a simp. I, I don't understand why being a simp is a bad thing. Maybe this is like the generational divide between Gen Z and Generation Y or Millennials as they're now called. Um, a simp just sounds like someone who is like supportive and respects a person and I don't know why that's a bad thing um my understanding is you know a simp is you know uh, someone who gives money to a creator or you know does nice things uh, to a person I don't maybe I'm just maybe yeah this maybe this is the generational divide but it doesn't sound like a doesn't seem what this character is this character is just kind of gross anyway our hero's friend is awful and that he, and never interact with really Hero's friend is supposed to be a comic relief but he's just annoying yes would agree uh, but most of the times he appeared, he was a victim to the Mon of the Week, and yeah, absolutely, he does exist, and this week also, he seems to have just gotten attacked again by the Mon of the Week. I'd prefer that if he's the damsel in distress rather than Ruli or Hiro or Kiyoshiro. I'd rather this guy being the, the damsel in distress, but it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes it is one of the main characters. Uh, anyway, he got beat by the Mon of the Week in episode 1, 10, 28, 32, 38, and 39. So, how did this person know it was going to be Yukimon as well. Was it in the preview? Oh no, it must have been the synopsis. I don't remember. Uh, and then he, was, he wasn't the punching bag, only in episode 9 and 25. Uh, they found this episode good, even though Hero's Friend is awful and the fight between Canon Weissmon and Dormon was boring. And again, that's another thing about this week's episode. We just have Canon Weissmon being the Mon in charge to fight. Even though it wasn't just a fight, it was more like a friendship synchronization battle. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and, they, and then they say that uh, their intrigued Vespion will become a second Digimon of Hero, and that is enough to be a good episode of them. Hey, so, yep, well, I guess you'll enjoy my discussion this week, because I've got some theories about that, which, if you listen to this episode, you've already heard. 
Yay. Uh, next we have Gold Stars, who, geez, I'm so tired. I hope that I'm okay to listen. hope you're not hating listening to me because I'm just exceptionally tired. Excited to talk about Digimon. Very tired because of all the yeah, aforementioned show dog stuff. Uh, so yeah, Gold Stars says that, is it just them or have a lot of the recent plots felt like they could do with a bit of reshuffling uh, to, to be turned into a, a semi-canon movie? Like this one, the Werewolf one and the zombie one are all set away from the main location and feature... Sh- stakes that either feel a bit higher or a bit more personal than normal. And then they say that Nomura invited Hiro to the school, not the other way around. I, I could not remember that, but thank you for point to the correction there. Uh, they say that it's not an all-girls school, just a sister school to the one the Hiro goes to. Hiro is even filling in for a guy who was supposed to play the Emperor. And that's I think that's why I got the impression that Hiro was asked to be there to help out. Maybe I missed something there. Um, and then they say Edamon isn't friends with Angoramon. Edamon's friends with Clockmon, who introduced the two. They probably don't know each other that well. That that is fair. Uh, next we have KG, who says the hero's possessed face reminds them of Momo, which is something I've not I've f- could just forgot about existing until I read this comment. So thank you for that. And the viewers of this episode for reminding them of Momo. Yeah, I, Momo was kind of like a one that I heard about after the fact because I think I was like old. Like, when Momo was a thing for kids, and then I just found out about it, like, maybe ten years later, I don't know. Uh, Gammon and SB1's cute little team-up really made the episode for them. Wasn't sure about SB1's design up until now, but seeing them in action sold it for them. Love their Winnie Sanderson teeth. Don't know who that is, but go off, I guess. Uh, next we have Guruchu VA, who says the end of the episode, we see that SB1 has a copy of Hero's student ID. I thought he stole that, and the picture looks the same, since there's no indication that SB1 stole it. Either something's wrong with Espimon that could be a big plot point, or Espimon is able to see through some kind of dis- disguise or illusion. Or maybe, like, I came up with, like, I-, I thought, like, after the fact of recording, but maybe he stole this or he took it because he's trying to see if it actually is Hero, and maybe previously, if he knew Hero's father, when he last saw Hero, Hero was a child, like a baby, like not just a teenager. So I'm wondering if he was looking for a baby or a child or some young teenager or something and saw this and isn't, because he's a Digimon, doesn't know that humans age like like that. So that was kind of a theory that I only came up with after recording both my individual review as well as the podcast. So there could be something there, I don't know. Uh, next we have M who says the rest of the gang showing up to do absolutely nothing was their biggest problem. That Enamura the perverted friend trope is the anime's worst trope. Uh, it was a 3 out of 5 for for them since they really love SP1 and Gammon working together to save the day. Uh, next we have Andre who says that the saving grace of the episode is SP1 and also Hero's possessed face. And yeah, that, that that face was really creepy. I love... They're doing creepy really well in Ghost Game. Uh, next, we have Danny who says they like this episode and do agree that, again, we have the word of simp. Hero's friend is a weird simp. Their friendship doesn't make sense to them. I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't... I, maybe I just don't understand the word simp. I'm, maybe this that's aging me. It certainly feels like it does. Uh, next, we have Frozen Studios who says they really like this episode. They have a small theory of the reason is SP1 is looking for Hero because eventually Hero is going to have another Digimon. Possibly. We we have... I've discussed that a little bit. Uh, next, we have Mystic Digital, who says that they will hear no Espimon slander. Top-tier Digimon design. Far better than Agumon and Megamon Hackmon-style Digimon. And yep, I would agree. Uh, they're disappointed that Espimon didn't do too much besides fly around, though. 
You should uh, check out Digimon Dreamers. I've been translating it. It's on this channel. So I've been kind of doing uh, translation and review videos every month as they come out. But SP1 does things and that. So check that out if you haven't already. A little bit of a self-plug. Anyway, they said the episode was kind of disappointing. Excited. So they were expecting something more from it. Like maybe Gulus would save Hiro or Kyo and really would actually get to shine. Or SP1 actually helped beyond of saying grab the thing. Edgemon was cool, but ultimately disappointing as a side gag instead of being the unsung hero that let Hyo and Rui win the day. Uh, the bloody body horror was the best part for them. They wouldn't call the episode outright bad or horrible, but it'd be probably near the bottom of their rankings if they had one, sadly. And yeah, that's I think that's a problem for a lot of Ghost Game episodes, is that because a lot of the episodes are so good, the episodes that sit down the bottom aren't necessarily like terrible or offensive or bad or shocking in any way. But because the rest of the episodes are so good, they kind of sit down the bottom, but only because the other episodes are so good, not because that episode is particularly bad. So that that, that is that. And same with this week's episode. I put it in, in second to last place, not necessarily because it was really bad, because I don't really have much to say about it other than my, all my predictions. I didn't really enjoy it that much except for my own uh, entirely too optimistic predictions. Uh, so that's why sitting at the end, not because it's bad, but because I preferred the other episodes and that what it's a ranking is. You can still rank your favourite food. There's always going to be one at the bottom, even though the one at the bottom may still be something that you really love. It just means that it's not the one you love the most. Then next we have Lazy Croconaw, who says they don't have much to say about the episode. They found Edremont oddly cute, and they don't remember Zero Two that much since they only saw it once. Uh, and their other experience with Edremont is the DS World games, and in the party it's not visible too much. Yes, everyone should love Edremont. I'm pushing my Edremont agenda. Everyone needs to love this wonderful Edremont. And yeah, Lazy Croconaw also doesn't like Hero's friend. Uh, they think it appeared so little that their opinion would just see him and it'll move on. And yeah, 100%. Every time I see him, I'm just kind of like... Like last week's episode, I barely even remember that he was there until Quinn and Chloe said it was their low light. And I was like, oh yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> like, I just I just move on. Uh, next, they say that Espimon and the ID, the first thought is that Espimon didn't come with it but got it later when they did the call because if someone was searching for Hero and had access to it, uh, the ID, why send Espimon? Assuming if Espimon is searching Hero for someone... And Hero didn't comment about the idea because he probably wouldn't have had any clothes since he was planning to use for a few minutes and that's it. And yeah, also I guess he got changed, so that does make sense. Um, next we have Costas who says they wouldn't call last week's episode the worst episode ever. It's just when the show is devoid of plot or any sense of purpose, it's easy to focus on the negatives, like Hero's friend being a creep or people being mean to Edremon. The mystery of Espimon's origins didn't really matter much because we're not getting answers anytime soon, just like we haven't gotten answers about Gullus Gammon or Hero's dad. And yeah, I guess that's the, that's the issue with it being episodic, is that it, it, do, it, it does have episodic nature in it, and we may not get those answers particularly soon, and it might just be wrapped up in the last two episodes of the series, like Young Hunters, and in some case, kind of like Atmon, but Atmon did kind of split it out a little bit more. So, and there's a, f there's a few things there. Uh, next we have Mateus who says that we were just overlooking into Edremon's deal. Uh, he was just a joke character and the guy presenting himself as a god worthy of being worshipped by humans and everyone was just kind of angry about it because of the uh, of the fact that he was saying he was like a god, which 
I think that's because that's just how he is in in the law. He's like that, and also what he's based on, as far as I recall. So I just I still feel like people were kind of rude to him. Um, I kind of wish that it was addressed in this episode since he returned, but it wasn't. I guess everything's all good and forgiven, which is fine. Uh, and then they say about Nomura, he's for them. That's just meh. They don't care about him. They need to see him as a light version of Master Roshi or Sanji from One Piece, obnoxious character that is somehow popular in shonen anime. But unlike other shonen, he's irrelevant in Ghost Game. Yeah, he's irrelevant, but he keeps on showing up. He's in this week's episode as well. I just feel like it's kind of like a, a gross trope to use. And the examples of Master Roshi and Sanji, those are both shows that when we had those characters first debut, it was... I mean, in Master Roshi's case, that was the 80s, I think. And in One Piece's case, that was the 90s. Um, the world has changed since then. I kind of wish that we could move on past, hey, this super gross character, uh, let's have him be comic relief, even though it's not funny in 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 the now times. But uh, it's it just my thought, and I just really wish that the character just wasn't there or earlier on if we just had the character grow or something. But he is at least a punching bag and he, he at least gets taken and is a damsel in distress more often than any of the other characters. So, so I guess that that's not too bad. And uh, predictions for next episode. Episode 40, Spiral Beach. We have Espimon again, so maybe we'll get some answers about whether or not he is a new partner Digimon or if he's a second partner Digimon to one of the existing characters. I don't know, but... I'm I'm excited to see more because I do like Espimon, especially because I, I have been really enjoying Digimon Dreamers where Espimon has been appearing. And now I can wrap this up. So of course, thanks to Quinn and Chloe for joining me, even though we're separate, our hearts are still close. So you can join us next time for episode 40, Spiral Beach. As I mentioned at the start, we'll be set recording separately again, so just heads up for that. But in terms of the release, the episode, our podcast episode, it won't be hurt too much by it because I'll still be recording it that day. The link down the link description, and you can contact us and stay updated. You can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube to join the conversation. And for a full list of ways to find the podcast across the World Wide Web or internet as it's known, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter, head over to my link tree which is linktr.ee slash lost in translation so it's linktree with a dot between the tr and the e slash lost in translation if you enjoy this podcast or videos or even just my silly tweets you can show your support by signing up on patreon and get some cool rewards such as early episodes and and and, and unedited episodes and help us hit milestones so check that out if you haven't already and of course thank you to our current supporters on patreon which is i I see, I updated the outro and now I'm losing it. So the list so far at the moment as a recording is Stephen Reeves, who is one for on Archive Verone, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lismet, who is like Mon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Emery from Gone or Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, JC105, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Elemist, Michael, Teropimon, and V Tamer. And you can also make a donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Ergemon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And that's it for this week's episode. As I said, let me know your thoughts if you are listening to this on YouTube. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to YouTube because I'm trying to hit 12,000 subscribers by the end of the month. And I'm, I'm, running, I'm running out of time. So you got to subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell that random across the street. Hey, subscribe 
subscribe to Awesome Translation on YouTube. And uh, yeah, thanks. So uh, with that, all that out of the way, thanks for listening to another episode. And of course, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.